0: Transplantation is where a tissue or organ is removed from a donor and surgically placed in the recipient's body. Examples of tissues that can be transplanted include heart valves, bone, and skin. While organs that can be transplanted include kidneys, intestines, and hearts. People usually demand for transplants when an organ doesn't work, known as organ failure. But because transplant require a donor and because of supplies of organs are generally low, Transplants are usually considered only after other therapies and treatments have been attempted. In fact, every day in the U.S., 20 people die waiting for a transplant, while over 100,000 people wait for such life-saving transplants.
1: However, transplant rejection could occur, when the transplant is identified as foreign by the recipient's immune system, so it destroys the transplanted tissue or organ. Therefore, Medication and regular medical appointments are required to suppress this response, but this is not a 100% guaranteed success and may bring along certain side effects. If the transplant is successful, a healthy lifestyle would need to be maintained to help the transplant last long too. In different countries, transplant
0: laws are different, but in general, anyone of all genders and ages, both living and dead, can be a donor. The suitability of being a donor is evaluated based on age and medical history, and matching with recipients are typically considered based on blood type, organ size, urgency, time spent on the waiting list, and geographical distance. There are multiple reasons for organ donations, not just monetary compensation. Some donors donate to family and friends due to emotional and sentimental ties, of course, and some donate to strangers out of altruism and selflessness to help save others' lives. In fact, by donating organs and tissues after death, one can save as many as
1: 75 lives. However, there have been multiple misconceptions surrounding donations, causing people to reject the idea of being a donor. Some believe that if they agree to donate their organs, they receive poorer medical treatment, but this is really not the case as doctors are trained to treat everyone equitably. Some think that they are too young, while others think that they are too old to donate. But cutoff ages vary from country to country. In addition, it is worth noting that young patients may be in need of smaller transplants from children, under the consent of the child donor's parent or guardian. Some think that because they are unhealthy, no one would demand their organs, but very few medical conditions really disqualify one from becoming a transplant donor. Decisions are made based on strict rubrics, and besides, Even if one organ of the donor's body is malfunctioning, other organs and tissues can be used as donations too.
0: There are three main components of transplants, autografts, allografts, and xenografts. Autografts are the transplant of the tissue to the same person. Sometimes this is done with surplus tissue, tissue that can regenerate, or tissues more desperately needed elsewhere. Some examples include skin grafts and vein extraction. Allografts are the transplant of tissues from a member of the same species, whether it be living or dead. Most human tissue and organ transplants are allografts. Some examples of allografts are heart valves, liver, and kidney transplants. Last but not least, xenografts are the transplant of tissues from one species to another. However, xenotransplantation is often an extremely dangerous type of transplant because of the increased risk of non functional compatibility rejection, and disease carried in the tissue. Recently, a man with a life-threatening heart disease received a heart from a genetically modified pig. It was considered a medical breakthrough that offers hopes to hundreds of thousands of patients with failing organs. Additionally, to address the shortage of donor organs, the CEO of Ganogan Research Institute, Eugene Gu, is studying how to transplant human fetal hearts and kidneys into animals for future transplantation into human patients.
1: Recently, an American man became the first in the world to receive a transplant from a genetically modified pig. Bennett had been in cardiac care for about two months and hadn't been able to acquire a mechanical heart pump due to an erratic heartbeat. He couldn't have a human transplant, though because he had a history of disobeying doctors' treatment orders. Bennett would have died if the researchers hadn't gotten authorization from the FDA to give him a pig heart. Many are hailing the procedure as a medical breakthrough that could reduce transplant wait times and improve the lives of patients all over the world. To make the pig heart used in a transplant possible, the scientists removed three pig genes that trigger attacks from the human immune system and added six human genes that help the body to accept the organ.
0: As technology has advanced, scientists are able to successfully create artificial hearts, livers, lungs, and more in laboratory settings. Artificial livers are generated from a patient's own cells or from artificial materials. By implanting these livers in patients, surgeons hope to create a temporary solution while patients wait for organ donations. Alternately, patients with liver damage are implanted with temporary artificial livers to take the load off their damaged organs. Researchers are also investigating into cryobioprinting, which uses 3D printing to make artificial organs in hopes of reducing the need for human donor organs. The necessary cells are taken from a patient and cultivated into bio-ink to print an organic object. These are typically held together with some sort of dissolvable gel or collagen scaffold which supports the cells and molds them into the correct shape. In Wake Forest School of Medicine, they designed a printer that can print skin cells directly onto a burn wound. The traditional treatment for severe burns is skin grafting, where a healthy skin is harvested from an unburned part of the patient. This can be traumatic to heal from because there are cases where there isn't enough healthy skin left to use. Through skin printing, a patch of skin only 10% of the size of the burn can be used to grow enough cells for 3D printing. The printer takes the information and prints hypodermic, dermic, and epidermal cells at the corresponding depths to cover the wound.
1: Now we will move on to the ethics of transplants. Transplant tourists are people who travel around the world to obtain readily accessible organs. Professional guidelines, however, discourage it because it is ethically questionable. Due to the mismatch in supply and demand for organs, transplant tourism has increased over the last several decades and now accounts for 10% of transplants worldwide. Access to organ transplantation varies according to different circumstances such as healthcare availability and costs and access to transplant services. According to reports from Canada and the United States, many of the people who undergo transplant surgery in this manner are educated, male, and returning to the country where they were born to get the organs. Surgical difficulties, poor graft success, higher mortality, and the variety of infectious diseases are all risks associated with transplant tourism.
0: Organ trade, also known as the red market, refers to the trade of human organs, tissues, or other body products for transplantation. Despite countless prohibitions, organ trafficking is quite widespread. The argument over whether or not to legalize and regulate the organ trade in order to combat unlawful trafficking and organ scarcity is raging. This debate usually revolves around the sale of kidneys from living donors because humans are born with two kidneys but only require one to survive. Additionally, the only country that doesn't have an organ shortage is Iran, which also doesn't prohibit organ sales. The whole topic of organ trafficking may seem very awful, but regulating it may ensure that donors receive sufficient medical care and are informed about the medical risks that they are taking.
1: Lastly, the allocation of transplants is a widely discussed topic. Despite efforts to raise donation rates and the amount of organs recovered for transplantation, the number of people in need of transplantation and the number of organs available for transplantation continues to be vastly different. Transplants not only improve the quality of life for all organ recipients, but it is also life-saving in the vast majority of cases. The distribution of a limited, life-saving resource is contentious, and it invites the question, whose life is more worth saving? Who will benefit the most from a transplant? is perhaps a better question to ask.
0: Artificial human organs might be the answer to solving one of the medical world's thorniest issues. Although there are many patients on the transplant list, logistical obstacles mean many donated organs can't reach patients who need them in time. The long agonizing wait contributes to diminished quality of life and a higher mortality rate for patients on the list. 3D organ parts and workable lab-grown organs from cell samples make it easier for researchers to test life-saving drugs and easier for sick patients to obtain a transplant. Although this may not be readily available in the near future as organs are highly complex structures, the techniques and technology for making them are still improving.